You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, Episode 2, with your host, Brian J. Hatcher and Tony Slack. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to the Geek Watch Podcast. My name is Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Tony Slack. How you doing, sir? Hey, Tony. So, hey. all right, so what you been geeking out over this week? I would say my number one thing would have to be uh, Alien Covenant. Uh, oh, yes. I am a huge Alien fan, and this looks like it might be taking us back to the creepiness of the oh, original. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what, I've really enjoyed... Uh, you saw a lot of this in Prometheus, and they're bringing, of course... Uh, into the into the marketing for uh, Alien Covenant uh-huh. is a lot of the you see a lot of the um, uh, viral marketing uh-huh. you know, a lot of the, the little short films they're doing I mean they yeah the prologue all the yeah. the, the prologue yeah. and uh, well there's like a couple of them you have one with the crew yeah it's, and, I think it's called the uh, the the Last Supper or the Supper yes but uh, it, it has uh, James Franco in it as apparently the captain that we're seeing nothing about <laughs> yeah. in the typical trailers. So uh, my guess is James Franco might be in this movie for about six full minutes. Yeah, James Franco gets smoked or something. Yeah, something's going on there. Maybe he just, you know, maybe he does a line and just kills himself early before he even meets the aliens. I don't know, but... uh, Oh, yeah, and then, of course, we have that, uh, we have the scene, the two people, uh, the last two people to survive out of uh, Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David and, uh, I forget her name right now. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you kind of get an idea of what happened. Dr. Shaw. Dr. Shaw. Yeah. You get that feeling of what happens uh, to them right after they, uh, you know, they leave, you know, trying to find the founders, you know, go back trying to find the founders' home planets. Yeah, that's a big deal to me. I want to know where they go. I don't want to just roll into the next movie without saying, hey, this is where David went because David's a douche. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm afraid he's going to screw Dr. Shaw all over. That's very possible. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe he won't. Maybe maybe through the what he's seen and through uh, losing his maker mm-hmm. from the last movie, maybe he's looking at it and thinking, maybe I should give this humanity thing a chance. Yeah, well, so, you, know, you know. You don't know. Or, yeah, either that or he's got a whole new crew of people he's going to wind yeah, up screwing and, over. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? But, you know, apparently we're going to see... Uh, uh, Fassbender in two roles in this movie. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's we've different. got actually uh, David from the original film, mm-hmm. and then we've got a newer character that I can't remember his name right now, but he's a uh, pretty much from that same line of, of uh, androids. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure their initiatives are probably shared. Yeah, yeah, probably so. So, <coughs> which so, is uh, probably screw humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, there's. I mean, I I think in in all the uh, um, in all of the alien films, was there only really been one android that that you felt like you could trust, and he was sort of like a, a red herring through uh, in in, yeah. in aliens. Yeah, Bishop. In Bishop. Yeah. yeah, he was sort of a he was sort of a uh, red herring in all this because you're like, can we trust him? Can we yeah. trust him? And uh, you find out, yeah, yeah, you can trust him. Yeah. They're not. They're yeah. not all. The corporation hasn't stuck their fingers in all of them. Yeah, well, when you think about with Bishop at the end, uh, when he really redeemed himself, it wasn't even when he landed to save uh, Ripley and Newt Yeah, at the last moment. It was when a torn-in-half Bishop 
was getting ready to get sucked out of the ship, and he grabbed a hold of Newt and saved her. Yeah. Because at that point, he was like, okay, he's worried about this little girl. He's more than just right. a, a android that I'm going to question at this point. He's literally caring about the characters that we care about. Yeah, exactly. And so, but, uh, yeah, the, the androids, for the most part in the Alien series, they're, they in a sense, they're, they're sort of that stand-in for the evil corporation. That, yeah. You know, so... But yeah, I'm definitely, and of course that's coming out this week, and I'm looking forward to to seeing it. Mm-hmm. I was I, I was a fan of Prometheus. I know not everybody liked it. It was it was pretty heavy, deep stuff. Oh yeah, and I had to watch it twice at home after oh, seeing yeah. theaters to convince me. But uh, my only problem with that movie after watching it at home would have to be when uh, what's her name, the blonde chick, the captain. Oh, the captain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh shoot, what's her name now? I know. <laughs> But she's running from the ship as it's falling and rolling toward her. And I'm just like, run to the left or the right. Get out of the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know, a, a lot of people said that. So you you weren't the only one to, to say that. So, um, yeah. So, I, yeah, definitely we'll be checking that out this weekend. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll have something to say about it uh, next week when we're uh, back here recording. So we'll see what uh well, hopefully, hopefully it's going to be a good movie. I'm yeah, looking. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of the ones I'm looking most forward to this summer. I mean, it just it's it's got yeah. the. I mean, really, Scott's back. If yes. anybody's going to redeem some of the poor choices we've seen with Alien, especially the Aliens versus Predator crap that we had yeah, to deal with, well, yeah, I mean, that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> yeah. But it's just the fact that this is Ridley Scott's creation in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, we love Alien. We love aliens although i think it was james cameron yeah but still you know those two movies were a perfect set prometheus kind of gave me that flavor yeah. but i i've got a feeling alien covenant's gonna just yeah. kick us right in the pants well hopefully it will be a return to form because I, I i'm definitely looking forward to uh to seeing it and of course you know we get, wish you the best mm-hmm. luck and i'm just you know like i said i got my hopes up so and, and danny mcbride danny mcbride <laughs> i mean a total straight up comedic actor Oh yeah, is pretty much leading. I think his character's name is going to be Tennessee, and I'm yeah. like, let's see what this guy can do because apparently he's always wanted to get in the horror genre. Oh so, yeah, here we go. Well, yeah, and and I, you know, I I think you know this could be a chance for him to really show what he can do as an actor. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he can really kind of stretch his uh, yeah. kind of stretch himself, and so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. So. Yeah. So what else are you what what else you've been into this week that uh, you really liking? Oh, uh, how about uh, X Men's uh, new series on Fox, The Gifted? Oh yes, I did see the trailer for that. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. I, I will say this: when I first saw it, something in the back of my head said, "Man, this seems familiar," and I was like, "Wow, this this setup is a lot like Heroes." And as I started to go online, I noticed that some other people kind of got the same feeling about it. Um, but that doesn't. Uh, to be honest, that doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, I, I liked Heroes for a while, uh-huh, yeah. and so we're not going to get any more of that. So, you know, if we kind of get that, if if this show is as good as Heroes, I, I'm not going to have a problem with it. Is this? I'm trying to remember what what station is this one going to be on? It's going to be on Fox. It's going to be on yeah, Fox. Yeah, and you know, Fox actually has X Men, and yeah. uh, another big thing is we've got Brian Singer at the helm, right? Who's uh, done some wonderful work with the X Men franchise. Yeah. So it, it's got everything that it needs in my book to make it a success. Yeah, but it still worries me a little bit for some reason. I, I just well, here's the thing: you've got, um, 
and I, I'm trying to remember what his name is, but he was he used to be in charge of the entire. It's not Kevin Feige. Uh, Kevin Feige actually worked underneath of him, but he was in charge of the full. Uh, but television and and the movie side of oh, of, the, of Marvel. And this was the guy that it was like he he was the guy that was counting cans of soda, you know. He was he was a, quite the bean counter, and Kevin Feige was able basically to get out from under him and run the 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 movie side, the cinematic universse, mm-hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe from the movie side, yeah. the way that he, he felt like he needed to do, yeah. and. Which is, you know, so, and of course you can see he's, you know, been able to do a lot with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But this gentleman has been, and again, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but he he's still running the television portion of things. Uh-huh. And there's been a lot of good television, don't get me wrong, but they've been making some really weird choices recently. Yeah. It's, it's like they have all these properties coming out, and they're coming out in all these different channels. And some yeah. of these channels are like, st- I mean, they're you're sitting there wondering where the heck am I going to watch this? Yeah, like, like Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger on Freeform. Freeform. Uh, what the heck is Freeform? Yeah, it, well, it used to be ABC Family, so you know that's owned by Disney. Yeah, I mean, so you know, but still, it, it's not too mainstream, and it makes me wonder. You know, Netflix very popular. Yeah, you know, we know what we got going on with Daredevil and the rest of those guys. Right, but Freeform it just seems so out there. But apparently, we're still going to be in the in the Marvel cinematic universe, a right. little piece of it. Yeah, it's just it just seems like they're diffusing their properties, and and I'm not like I said, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But I mean, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, and the big thing is uh, the the gifted. It's got a hell of a cast. I mean, oh, Amy yeah. Acker, if you're uh, familiar, if anyone out there is familiar with Angel. Angel, yeah, exactly. she was Fred. And, and, and then she uh, was... Illyria. Illyria the, the yeah. Demon, so... So, yeah, she's awesome. Stephen Moyer. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's Bill Compton from True Blood, uh, so I think a lot of people will relate to that actor, and oh, yeah. it'll be a reason to uh, to get a little draw in the beginning, but it, it's obvious from the trailer we're seeing uh, they're even making mentions of the Brotherhood and the X-Men. Right. So, uh... I think the show's going to have that feel that we're in that world with Charles Xavier and the rest. Oh, yeah. But will we ever see them or touch base with those characters? Who knows? Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that this show, Gifted, it's not really the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, they're Marvel characters, but mm-hmm. now that the now that mutants have kind of drifted... With Fox, mutants have kind of drifted off into their own thing, and they're in their own world, basically, mm-hmm. so... It's not exactly the same thing as, like I said, the, the, the cinematic with the cinematic universe and, and and that sort of thing. Although, who knows? Maybe, especially with Spider-Man: Homecoming, if it does well, maybe Fox will say, "Hey, may, a partnership with Marvel might not be a bad idea." Yeah, maybe the Fantastic Four should show up at Stark Tower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or some ver- some version of it that's yeah. not what we've gotten in the past. So. Yeah. Oh Lord, no. So. But uh, what can you do? So, but uh, I tell you what I what I've been uh, really into. Uh, I've really been watching uh, a lot of, of good television, and uh, the two shows right now that television wise that I've really been into, of course, is Doctor Who. Uh-huh. I've been watching this last season of Doctor Who. I know you're not, you don't watch Doctor Who, so uh, a great deal. For me, it's been really interesting watching this last season uh, of Doctor Who because. We know that we're about ready to lose Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. Okay. Um, for I, I think pretty much anybody who's listening, if they know Doctor Who, they know that that 
it's set up that that the main character, that different actors play the main character. Whenever whenever there's a situation where you know the character dies off, they regenerate into a new actor, which allows them to, you know, you have the, you have a core idea of what this character is, but actors can kind of bring their own thing to it, yeah, so, their own flavor to the their own yeah. flavor to it. So we know that Peter Capaldi's leaving. We also know that Stephen Moffat, who's been the uh, who's been the uh, showrunner. Uh-huh. For the show for the last, I want to say four years. Oh wow, five years okay. actually. Last five years, he's going to be, he's going to be leaving, and uh, um, he's going to be replaced. And so, it for a real sense, we have um, it, everybody's like sort of, um, well, they're they're pulling the stops out because this okay. is their, this is their last hurrah basically. Yeah. Okay. And I've uh, I've really been enjoying what they've been uh, what they've been doing, especially this last episode. Uh, the name the name of the episode Oxygen. Mm-hmm. And and I mean this is something that they've started really doing with New Who, back uh, you know back when they brought it back to television, yeah. which is in the older in the older series there was, I mean there was a lot of danger and that sort of thing, but you didn't really have that, those moments of like real world problems yeah. in in Doctor Who like you do now, and especially with this last episode there was this moment. That and I don't want to really talk about it in case people who are listening haven't seen the episode yet. Mm-hmm. But we're talking like real world problems, a, a situation where it it wasn't it wasn't wrapped up in a nice tight little bow okay. at the end of the episode. I mean, something really bad happened, and it's going to affect the characters for the for probably the rest, at least the rest of the series. Oh wow! And so. I mean, it was it was a surprise because it's one of those moments that you kind of expect. Okay, well, and they even kind of hinted, "Don't worry, we'll we'll fix this by the end of the episode." And then by the end of the episode, you find out, no, they're not they're not going to fix this. A little bit more in the cement, huh? There's a, it's a little bit more in the cement. It's a situation where it's like, I, like again, it's like it just hammers home the fact that the that there are real there's real danger doing what doing the things that the doctor and his companions do. Okay, and that there are real consequences to to doing this type of thing so that's it's it's made me really interested to see where they're going to take take the series at this point because like i said this is a they've made a major change to to the character to the character of the doctor himself because of Mm -hmm. what's happened and so again it's going to i'm going to be really interested to see how that how that uh, plays out Toward the end of the series. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because honestly, the only thing I can tell you about Doctor Who is uh, he has a dog named Canine. At least he did back in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> that's right. And uh, he wore a cool scarf and a, a cool hat. Oh yeah. But, well, uh, well, you know, I, I I have one of those scarves. As a matter of fact, I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Baker, yeah. and of course, that's yeah. where I that's where I first started watching Doctor Who okay. many yeah. many many yeah. years yeah, ago. Kind of made it through that series, and I watched all of it, and then kind of just. Lost track of it, and now I'm just waiting to see if Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, becomes the next Doctor. <laughs> well, any, well, we'll. I guess we'll know. We'll know by Christmas. What would that do to the fans? I, I mean, I'm just giving you an insane scenario. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Well, I guess we'll know by the you know by the Christmas episode. We're supposed to know who you know by then. We'll definitely know who it is. So it will not be Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> well. Anything is possible. Well, yeah, anything Anything's is possible. possible. I could, I could win a million dollars on Powerball. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or tomorrow night. <laughs> well, he, the thing is, he he'll probably be a British or Scottish actor. 
Well, I'll say that, and it might be he, and it might be she. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's that's possible too. And there's been a lot of talk about, you know, it's time that we had a female doctor. Yeah, yeah. And so, and people really pushing for it. And I've, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I got, I certainly don't have a problem. Yeah, more with that. power to him. I mean, that's. Uh, I, yeah. I do know that's the gist of the character that when he passes on and you get a new one, I, I take it it was never written in stone that it has to be a a British male. Yeah. actor taking over that role so hey it'd be cool yeah absolutely absolutely and it um so we'll see how that goes uh of course the other uh show i've been watching a lot recently has been uh american gods oh god <laughs> i enjoy the heck out of that show yeah three episodes in and i'm still as a person that has not read the books is yes like where are we going because these are not good places yeah exactly <laughs> and as somebody who has read the book uh i've been really impressed with how close they've been staying with the book, yeah. especially some of the some of the scenes, definitely. Yeah. I, I do have to admit, there in the last uh, in, in last Sunday's episode, oh. yeah, there was a there was a moment that surprised me. I'll yeah. say it, um, and again, I don't want to go into too much detail, and because this is kind of a family friendly show, I, I, not. Our show, not American show. Gods. American show, exactly. Ours is family friend. Well, that's that's something that I find humorous. Is of course they always pop up the warning at the beginning, yeah, and they always mention brief nudity, and I laugh at that. Going, apparently, your idea of brief and mine oh, yeah, is a little I, bit different. I don't know what else we could show to make it worse yeah. than what we saw this well, past Sunday. Well, well, you know, the thing is, last Sunday they had, there was a moment where there was a very um, there, there, uh, an extended uh, gay sex scene. Yeah, and very sexually explicit. Very sexually. I mean, it was there was there wasn't a the suggestion that this happened. We it ha- it happened, and and we saw it happen. I'm pretty sure there was a lightweight percentage that said enough's enough, and they said <laughs> I'm not watching this. Well, you know that's that's certainly a possibility. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I didn't have a problem with the scene. Oh, I didn't either. It was, you know. It's part of the story, and I think it's one of the most beautifully produced shows I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah, it's, absolutely. It very much reminds me of, like, uh, the first Sin City as far as what it looks like on screen. I mean, oh, yeah. that well, alone. Well, you know, here's the thing. and I, The reason I bring the bring this up is because, and I, I think I mentioned this the last time, is that we um, we are really living in the second golden age of television. Mm-hmm. But this scene... The reason this scene kind of, I was thinking about this scene specifically is because, I mean, back in the, and not even that long ago, you know, television was where you kind of had to pull back. Oh, yeah, movies, absolutely. Movies were the place where you could kind of explore mm-hmm. certain subjects. Yeah, it's kind of came full circle now. Well, it's kinda, it's, it is, it's definitely, it's, it's flipped over because here's the thing. That scene, if you'd have put it in a movie, it would automatically have been NC-17. And since Hollywood at this point is so scared of NC-17, they never... No. The thing about it, they wouldn't, it wouldn't have gotten past the page where they saw a sex scene with a Muslim. That would have... With Muslim male. Yeah. Muslim male gay sex scene. It, it, forget it. it. It's done. No, it, that's it would, not happening. It's <laughs> not going to happen. They would. That's it. You know, not even as a, suggested that it happened. Yeah. They wouldn't have gone there. They wouldn't have risked the NC-17. I mean, but what did stars do? 
Yeah, well, the thing is, and it's not just the only scene that I would say would probably would if it were in a movie. Yeah, and and, and the thing is with me that was that hasn't that has not even been the most disturbing sex scenes for me. Oh yeah, uh, the the stuff that we saw in the first two episodes. Oh with yes, the, the Bil- shrinking Bilquist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those scenes there are they're almost like nightmarish, disturbing to me. Like I I do not like seeing a person shrink like that so naturally and just and then and when you realize where they go you're like yeah it's it's pretty bad that's not a good thing it's pretty yeah it's it's pretty spooky but the thing is it's it's kind of again you're in a situation with television where you have more time to tell a story but there they seem to have this ability to go places where movies can't go anymore which i just find Odd. Yeah, and and there's so many series at this point that I just wish television would take over. Whether it be Stars, Amazon, Netflix. I mean, yeah, the Gunslinger series. I would love to see that transpire into more than just a movie. There's so much material there. Oh yeah, uh, The Stand. Oh and yeah. There was a rumor for a while that that was going to be something that rolled from the movies, just like Gunslinger, and then back to television, possibly HBO. Yeah. And the thing is, if you've read The Stand, especially uh, the longer version, the original version. There is so much that there's no way that theaters would allow that to be played in their movies' houses. <laughs> exactly. Well, you would have to show this in yeah. a format like American Gods. Well, you know, and th- that's what I find interesting is that television now seems to be the place where if you want to tell different types of stories and yeah. you want, I mean, and you want to spend some time developing character and telling these epic tales, that mm-hmm. television's where you go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean,. Let's just be honest. Game of Thrones movie. How I mean, what real, could you do in two hours? I mean, exactly. Uh, yeah, without without just basically gutting the story, what could yeah. you do? Game of Thrones doesn't work to me. It's not interesting to me unless we go, we go HBO and you have several seasons of being able to tell this story. I think that's. That's what makes it good. Oh, yeah. A movie would just chop it up. I mean, you, oh, would, exactly. you would see the best scenes, but you would never see the the story behind the story that worked it up to that exactly. epic moment. I mean, yeah, so, you, yeah, you couldn't possibly invest in the characters as much as you do watching it on HBO. Oh, no, no way. So, so again, I, I do feel in a real sense, and, and for a bunch of different reasons, but certainly for what we've been talking about today, that yeah. we are... Ba- really in the second golden age of television. Oh, yeah. So. They're just, like I said, there's, there's so much uh, out there that I think is to come. I mean, there, there's so many books. I mean, you, you think about so many great books out there and these epic stories where, you know, even Harry Potter at this point, if they wanted to redo that, and which I've heard they do want to eventually redo it, yeah. I would almost like to see it as a TV series more than a movie. We've seen the movies. Oh, yeah. And it's not like they've got to be risky with it, but it's just because a series can just go so much more in depth with your characters and make you feel so much more for them. Oh yeah. Well, the thing about it is Harry Potter at least I mean the movies you you basically had a series of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a book so, per movie. Yeah, a book per, you know. Except for the last two, I guess they split that. They had to split that yeah, yeah. because those books were getting longer and longer yeah, and you kind of yeah. had to split it, which I which I totally get. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean it just seems like as far as good storytelling and good sustained storytelling, mm-hmm. yeah, television is there's nothing really that holds you back that you have to sacrifice by not doing a movie. I mean, the yeah. budget's the budget's certainly not. I mean, the budgets are, are there. 
you know, and in some cases even even bigger than some some movies. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. I mean, one of the biggest reasons it's got held back for so long on this next season is the fact that the amount of money they put into the CGI, which you have to have it. We've got these yeah. beautiful dragons. We've got the White Walkers. We don't want to see cheese on the screen, and they're not going to give us cheese. We're going to see yeah. the same quality that we saw with Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure. I mean, oh, I, yeah, there's going to be no doubt that oh, yeah. they've they put some serious bank into this next season. Oh yeah, so I'm de- yeah definitely um, it's definitely going to be something to see, no doubt. Well, I'll tell you what, the last we got a la- uh, a few moments left a okay. few, uh, uh, for the podcast, and I was kind of leery of even bringing this topic up because this is going to be like this is our second show, yeah. And once again, I'm going to be talking negatively about. Warner Brothers and in, in DC, and I was like, I don't, I don't want this people to get the idea that all I want to do is kind of trash talk DC. But especially with some of the stuff that's been coming out in the press today, I feel like I kind of have to. Uh, I feel like I want to address some things that that have worried me because this has been oh a, boy, this has been a rough week. Yeah, see, and I, I haven't really picked up my phone for much this week, so yeah. uh, I'm well, on the surprise end of this one. Yeah. So here, so so basically, here's. Over the last week, there have been three things that have happened that have made me really worried about Warner Brothers, DC, and okay. their and their cinematic universe franchise. Okay. Uh, the first one, not that big a deal, but there was, uh, and I, I won't mention the uh, I won't mention the, the uh, news outlet uh, on uh, there was, but there was a there was a news report on YouTube mm-hmm. about uh, basically it was a saying that there that. Um, that Henry Cavill posted some pictures on Instagram. He went to a museum that had some DC stuff, okay. and he took a picture of himself next to a poster, which was a, a cover of a Green Lantern comic book. Okay, and though basically the, the the lead into this story, the t- the title of the video was did did Henry Cavill leak a a plot point in Justice League? In other words, uh-huh. what they were saying was. Does this picture mean that there's going to be a Green Lantern in Justice League? Now, may, maybe that's the case, but yeah. it's kind of flimsy. It's yeah. actually it's kind of flimsy to, to post that. And even they admitted when they were posted, it's like, look, we don't know if that's for sure. Yeah, but he may- might be a huge Green Lantern fan. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? he was, you know, it's it was a pretty impressive looking picture. And yeah. he was all, you know, I'm sure he took a bunch of pictures. He did. He took a bunch yeah. of pictures in this museum, and that was just one of them that he posted. But... It's kind of worrisome when news outlets are making up news about your movie yeah. when you should be giving them something to report, you know, to keep them excited. I yeah, mean, that's real and solid. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: people are really excited about this Thor movie, and they're not making up news about Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just reporting what there is, and it's like, especially when you know you're in a situation that 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 news outlets, gate news outlets, yeah. are willing to. To keep the excitement going, are willing to kind yeah. of fudge some news just so they have something to yeah. talk about. Give them something to talk about, I would think. Yeah. And honestly, you got to think: is Superman even going to be in Justice League? I mean, he died in the last movie, right? Well, yeah, he so did. I'm but dying to know: is Superman going to be back? He's like, yeah, because we. <laughs> well, it's like it's pretty much you know that's going to happen. So what? Yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm sorry. Did I spoil spoiler that? Spoiler. Oh, spoilers! Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was dead. I thought that was it. I was like. Warner Brothers got rid yeah. of their their cash well, cow. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, if 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 they basically kill off one of their main characters 
for such a low payoff, why would they not bring him back for such a low payoff? I never thought about it that way, Brian. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's because I'm an old, bitter man. Oh, that's but, okay. But and here's the second thing. Over this weekend, okay. Warner Brothers released um, the new King Arthur film, mm-hmm. and it didn't do so good. Yeah, I heard that. It did, like, maybe, like, $40 million worldwide. is like $14 million. Oh, wow. $14 million dom- domestically. Yeah. I kind of had a feeling that was coming, though. Well, they didn't really advertise it very well. No, they but, didn't. But the thing about it is, I'm not saying that people are going to see that movie and go, well, that sucks. Well, you know, Justice League's not going to be any good, so I'm not going to go watch that either. I mean, yeah. I think the average film viewer is not going to... It's not going to take that away from it but what no, i don't even think the average film viewer even realizes what movies are associated with warner exactly brothers. yeah but that's not what worries me what uh-huh. worries me is warner brothers okay because warner brothers every time they find themselves in the situation where a movie kind of tanks on them uh-huh. they always do the one thing you should never do which is they double they double down on doing the stuff that got them in that problem in the first place. Oh, it's like they shoot themselves in the foot and they go, you know what the problem is? We just didn't have a larger, large enough caliber bullet. How? You know, and that's the thing. I'm just, I'm just so worried that... So we're going to overthink it? Yeah, they're yeah. going gonna to overthink the films that they've got going. Yep. You know, and although it just seems like they, they, they really aren't putting a whole lot into Wonder Woman... No. You know, Wonder Woman's their side chick, and Wonder Woman should not be your side chick. No, she's the she's in the uh, Trinity of the Justice League. Exactly, yeah. she's such an important and it, 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 and again, I'm not the only one saying this. I mean, it's been reported. A lot of people are wondering why is Wonder Woman not getting the ads? Why are they not? Why are they not promoting this film as heavily as you know a lot of other films? Well, you you go back to Batman versus Superman. They yeah. wore that out on everything. Now he did. I am seeing like Wonder Woman on Doctor Pepper cans and yeah. those type of things. But at the same time, maybe maybe they should release like a prologue video, something to connect us to everything that's going on in yeah, her get future us, world. Get us excited about this film. I, I yeah. should be I should be absolutely excited about Wonder Woman. It doesn't seem like they're. I mean, Warner Brothers in in some aspects, I noticed that when it comes to ads, they're usually they tend to be a little bit stingy, which yeah. is not a good thing. Yeah. But I'm really not seeing this this development. Mm-hmm. But the th- again, I'm just worried that, I mean, they're going to take a huge loss with this movie. Oh, this is this would be horrible, and oh yeah, it would make me so mad because I mean, this is one of those movies that I've wanted to see for 20 years. I've wanted to see Wonder Woman live action. Oh yeah, and Batman Superman didn't give me what I wanted. I want to see a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, and if they fail, and by fail standards, I don't mean my own standards. Yeah, I mean by. The fans' standards, you know, yeah. the proof well, will be I in mean, the pudding. You're a, you're a fan. Yeah. You're a fan, so you count, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see the best out of it, definitely. But again, you know, with the big loss that they're taking from this King Arthur movie, you know, if they just go into panic mode and they start kind of fouling things up, it, that, that really it, it, it worries me. It really yeah, does worry yeah. me. But, but here's the thing. That's the second thing. The third thing that really has me worried was something that came out today, something okay. that was reported today, which is a... And it was a smaller outlet uh, that reported this, and, of course, a lot of the other out, uh, news outlets, larger news outlets, of course, mm-hmm. you know, they just grabbed grabbed it and ran with it. And and I, I want to say right off the bat, I, I do not know if this is true. This could be complete conjecture, rumor. 
I just know that that one news outlet reported it, and a lot of other news outlets, of course, are picking it up and running with it. Okay. But apparently, uh, a source, an unknown source, an unnamed source inside of Warner Brothers, has said that there have been massive reshoots for the Justice League movie. Oh. Uh, to a point where they have literally remade this film twice. Yeah, that's yeah, if that's true. That's not good. I mean, well, here's the thing. First of all, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. not in Warner Brothers, and I, believe me, I know how how bad news travels. Yeah. Secondly, to be honest, reshoots are not that big a deal in Hollywood. Every movie goes through reshoots, yeah. and sometimes they go through major reshoots, and that's fine. Yeah. Look, if your movie sucks. Do the damn yeah. reshoots. You need them. Yeah. But what worries me about this is that since this is being reported, the there's a there's just this cloud now over the fact that you know Warner Brothers doesn't seem to trust their properties. And again, as somebody who's who's not you know doesn't know anybody who works for the studio, I don't work for the studio. I just kind of get this feeling that that. That's the truth that they really don't trust their product. Yeah. Again, and this is this is the thing, is that Warner Brothers is still trying to get that billion dollar superhero movie, yeah. and anything that's not a billion dollars is a failure. Yeah. I mean, look for look at example, right now, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Volume two. Yeah, they were pushing half a what well, half a billion half after the billion. first weekend. Half a yeah, yeah yeah half a billion <laughs> and and they're just a little and they're just a little over half a billion at this point I mean they're not they're not a billion dollar movie no but they're still considered as a success oh yeah and by the time you take this movie to Blu-ray and home video yeah it'll uh, definitely but it's going to surpass it oh yeah the, I mean it could possibly be a billion dollar movie mm-hmm. but the thing about it is if it doesn't turn into a billion dollar movie war uh, Disney and and Marvel they're not going to freak out no they're not going to sweat it yeah they're they, you know, just like in just like stock markets, you know, you diverse, diversify. You don't have to make a billion dollars out of one single movie. Yeah. Now, so Guardians of the Galaxy is not by any stretch of the imagination. If it if that were a Warner Brothers film, Warner Brothers would be panicked right now. They're like, yeah. they would be freaking out. And Marvel, they're yeah. like, it doesn't have to be a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, it made its money back. Yeah. I mean, and. In all fairness, it's it's made more money in the box office than Batman v Superman did. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, it's like Warner Brothers. The Warner Brothers. They're they're, they're focused to to one mistake. I feel like they made. They focused on on Justice League to to a point where they've kind of forgotten about Wonder Woman. And it's like you you should yeah, have done that. It's almost like they got to just skip over. So they can they, they the skipped story. over her to get to this. Yeah. They only really made Wonder Woman because well. Well, Marvel they make these these movies, and so we need to make them just like Marvel yeah, makes them. So that's unfortunate because bottom line, Wonder Woman is the coolest female superhero of all time. Absolutely, and I love Marvel. I love Black Widow. I love Scarlet Witch. Love, yeah, I love Captain Marvel will I, I think will be a good film. But yeah. let's face it, no, if you name, if you say female superhero, Wonder Woman's going to be the first. Oh yeah, top of the line. I yeah, mean, no uh, question. It's the one that people love and. Yeah, you know, getting back to just you're talking about all these reshoots. What scares me with that is, from what I understand, there was a lot of reshoots with Suicide Squad last fall. Yeah, and before it was released, and look what we got there. I mean, yeah, well, it was a movie that I loved in theaters. Yeah, and then after I digested it and saw it again, I was like, Yeah, this movie had so many plot holes that I just don't know yeah. where to start. Well, when you have two different companies doing the edit, it's gonna you, and then you try to cram these two films together mm-hmm. into one film. Yeah, you're gonna have those kind of problems. 
I mean, reshoots can be very helpful. Yeah. They can they can make a movie better, but they can also make a movie worse. Oh, and yeah. again, when you have Warner Brothers, it just seems to me like they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of faith in this franchise. I, I don't, and I, it just feels like they don't have a lot of love for it either. I think they're do they're doing it for the money. They're yeah. like we want the, we want a billion dollar franchise. We want billions of dollars out of these movies, but there's not they don't have the passion. And I think that's the difference in Marvel. There's no side movie for them. Oh, they're just, Every they're, whatever their next movie is, that's their passion they put everything project. Everything into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And with with DC, what I worry about is just the fact that if they don't put everything that they should put into Wonder Woman, and God forbid it flops, a fan like myself, I'm. It's going to take so much excitement away from me going back to see Justice League. Yeah, if, if this movie just doesn't give us, they need Wonder Woman. Well, see, that's the thing. They need Wonder Woman to work. They oh, need, they're gonna knock it out of the park. They need Wonder Woman to work because, I mean, in the past they've had a shaky past, but mm-hmm. they need, especially this year, they need to have that momentum going into Justice League. Yeah, this is your setup. I mean, this is the this is pretty much their Captain America going into an Avengers movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is the red, white, and blue Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. one of the most beloved American superheroes. You've yeah. got to knock her out of the park and just move on to Justice League. Yeah, and it and honestly, it shouldn't be that hard. No. It really shouldn't be no, that hard. I love Wonder Woman. But it's, I just kind of get this feeling that, that Warner Brothers considers one, the Wonder Woman movie kind of a side project. Right. And it, it doesn't looks, feel it doesn't feel like it's getting the it's not getting the push that that Justice League. Yeah, is. And Wonder Woman looks fun. The trailers, oh, yeah. you see a lot of stuff going on between uh, Diana and uh, Steve Trevor, and it looks fun from what you're seeing. But I hope that that's not all the fun that we're seeing yeah. in the trailer because that movie needs to be fun. Yeah, I I, I want to see I want to see Wonder Woman kick ass. I want this movie to do so well. Yeah, I just really do, and I. And it needs to be fun for little girls. And believe me, I, I'll tell you what. And if this movie, and if this movie does well, and it delivers, I mean, I will be shouting it from the from the from the rooftops. Yeah, because I mean, we will be talking finally. about it. Yeah, we'll be talking yeah. about it here, and it'd be like, thank God, finally they have they, they have done delivered. what they need to do. Yeah, and, you but, know. Yeah, we'll see. Like, like I said, this movie has so many things going for it. If they yeah. if it's done right, for one thing, little girls. Oh yeah, they can finally go see a superhero movie. That's based off of who they want to be, you know. Exactly. I mean, and that's great for a ten-year-old little girl. I've got two granddaughters, and I want them to be able to enjoy movies like this over the years. So I want it to be successful. So, oh, yeah. I can take them to see Wonder Woman or take them to see Miss Marvel. I mean, this is what we need. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, again, I just, I just hope it works. Yeah. But again, this has been a rough week. This has been a rough week for Warner Brothers. They've had a lot of rough mm-hmm. weeks, but it's like three things in a row that just kind of that make me worry that Warner Brothers is going to the way they're going to react to all of this Mm -hmm. is not going to be what's going to be in their best interest or going to be in our best interest as fans yeah I don't honestly there's it's not like they're going to try to do a recut of Wonder Woman it's way too late for that but you know are we going to see a third cut of of uh, Justice League are they going to go in and shoot more scenes or yeah you know I hope not. Well, I, really I do, do know one thing that uh, today they had released a uh, Chinese trailer for uh-huh. Wonder Woman. Have you seen that? No, I haven't I seen it. actually got a little teaser of Aries in it. Oh, well, finally. So, yeah, well, so we're actually getting a taste of that. But why in the world that's not being run here mainstream in the United States, I don't know. No. But the uh, the one with the Chinese subtitles, we get to see a little bit of Aries. Yeah, well, I know that there was a hint that maybe in the in in the trailer that we saw that 
that that Ares is in one of the scenes, but you yeah. you don't. It's focused on her. Yeah, yeah. She's, but you don't really know that's Ares. But yeah, we're getting a little bit more with the uh, Chinese release uh, trailer. Yeah. I'll have to check. I'll definitely yeah. check that yeah. out. So. Okay, well, that should do it yeah. for uh, this week. Okay. And uh, I would like to apologize for uh, not recognizing it was Charlize Theron I was talking about. <laughs> Charlize, Charlize yeah. Theron. So, yes, that was her running from the uh, ship in Prometheus. Oh, yes. I couldn't remember her name. I was saying the blonde captain. <laughs> the blonde captain. So, well, that's it for this week. And uh, next week, someone uh, someone on the, the YouTube site gave us a suggestion. I think we may, which we may go with next week. So okay. definitely tune in for that. Cool. But uh, until next time, uh, this is Brian J. Hatcher and with Tony Slack. Uh, uh, keep open, uh, uh, keep geeking out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.